Welcome to Factum Agri, dedicated to New Zealand's primary industry. Each week, I talk with farmers and producers, the science community, industry, and policymakers to hear their stories and expert opinions on matters relevant to both our rural and our urban communities. This week on Factum Agri and working with the Rural Support Trust, I continue the ASB Rural Insights Succession Series. We were talking about farm ownership transition from all sides and profiling farming families, talking to experts from the advisory sector and investigating new opportunities for farmers thinking about diversifying their farming business. When it comes to what's next for the farm, there's a lot to think about. So we aim to share success stories, provide useful tips and help you understand more about the many facets of succession planning and the food and fibre sector today. This week I have farmer Tom Hargraves joining me on the show to discuss their family journey with succession. So let's check in with Tom now. Hello Tom, thank you for joining me today. G'day Gus, no worries. Please can you tell me about your farming business, where you are located and what you farm? Um, so we're predominantly sheep and beef with, with dairy as well, um, based down in South Canterbury, just sort of 10 minutes south of Geraldine. Um, mainly, yeah, mainly, uh, well, I suppose our base um, um, farming operation is, is the Angus Angus stud. Uh, we, we, we have a Charolais stud as well. Yep. Um, and yeah, commercial commercial operations. So we're running total total about twenty thousand stock units, which includes the dairy farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, dairy farm neighbours us um, right next door, and we use the dairy cows as our reset herd, um, as well as um, oh, so yeah, so taking embryos out of the Angus mm-hmm. and Charolais and putting them into the dairy cows. So, okay. So they're giving us, uh, we're trying to sort of utilise that dairy cow as more than just a, 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 a milking machine. She's mm. giving us a high-end calf uh, mm. as well as getting milk out of her. So um, she's becoming quite a valuable uh, asset, to be fair. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, now, today we're talking about succession. How did you and the family get started on succession planning? Um. Yeah, like succession's a funny one. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we, I suppose it's been in discussion for a long time. Mm. Uh, and the girls, so I've got two sisters and uh, myself. Um, and mum and dad have been open uh, and very transparent about what they w- always sort of would have liked the farm to, to carry on and do. So there's, mm. there's never been any um, curve bending sort of corners that. Has, has, you know, we've all been very aware of um, their, their, I suppose, their um, driving passion and, and where mm. the farm would, would like to go. Mm. Uh, and, and then it was sort of just put on the table as to what do we want um, and and what, what we, you know, who, who would like to carry on farming. Mm. And, um, and I suppose um, everybody had to be on, on the same, same page to be yeah. fair. Um, it, it's it's hard because you're dealing with multiple personalities. Mm. Um, so you, you gotta you you can't you gotta put aside greed. Mm, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, greed is probably the enemy to be yep. fair. Mm. Um, and there's some you know I suppose the big pro- the other problem would be um, the value of land and, mm. and 
value of land doesn't mean anything in terms of um, what you can earn off it. it. The big problem there is what you can get from it if you sell it. So those that don't come on to the, don't, you know, your siblings that don't come back to the farm, yep. you've got to somehow be treated fairly without, um, without equal, being completely equal because it's completely unrealistic to, you know, to be completely equal to yeah. the value property so. yeah so um what were the options considered and is off-farm investment or off-farm income playing a part in your journey with succession uh so yeah i suppose um off if, yeah for us i suppose if if we didn't have off-farm investment then we would we would be looking at um, this property in a different light. Okay. Um, yep. We would certainly have to have sold some of the farm um, and to help help the girls. Um, mm. So we've been really lucky in that retrospect. We've had some great advisors throughout the years. Mum and Dad have been really um, savvy in, in mm. what they've done. Um, mm. Farms help do that. So the farms fundamentally funded the off-farm investing. Mm. Um, and and we've been very lucky with what they've done with that off-farm investing and, mm. and I suppose time's taken care of of that through capital gain. So it's all yep. been pretty much in commercial property um, and, you know, I suppose, yeah, that, you know, over the last 20 years, um, we all know what that's done. So yeah. Who was involved in that succession plan, or certainly, you know, from a professional services uh, perspective, who's helped, particularly yourself, um, your sisters, and indeed your parents, uh, through the years? Uh, probably the, the the yeah the person we can thank the most would be Andy McFarland. Um, he's he's been from MRB. Mm-hmm. He's been Dad's farm advisor. Uh, probably for 40, 45 years and right. still is our farm advisor. So yep. we're lucky enough to still have him involved in Kakahu. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and he's he's created syndicates throughout the country with other farmers buying up, um, you know, commercial properties. And we've been involved in a few of those. So that's been a big part of um, our succession planning. Mum and dad's succession planning. Yep. Uh, and, and, and obviously he's been a real mentor for me. I, I came from an architecture background before I was farming. So he's, he's um, I've spent a lot of time with Andy um, off the record uh, and, you know, just, just going for runs with Andy out mm. and doing other things outside farming and, and just generally getting a good, a really good grasp on the agricultural industry. And, and I've learned a lot from him. So he'd be, he would be uh, sort of um, fundamental um uh, person that we've we've it's helped us get us to where we are. Yeah, fantastic. Um, what have been some of the biggest challenges uh, throughout this process? Um, yeah, probably going back to the um, the farm price, I suppose, and, yep. and you know, it's an ever ever revolving door. Um, <laughs> yeah, what is the value of, of the farm? We're not selling it, so you know, and and, and how does that reflect? For the girls, yeah, uh, and, and what's fair to them. Mm. Um, as I said, greed, greed is is if if there was a greedy person within our family, I think it probably wouldn't have gone as smoothly. But mm. um, luckily, the three of us 
see see how it is and and we've we've made very fair decisions that suit everybody um and yeah so yeah and clearly um Clearly, you're all on the same page. No one's buried their heads in the sand, and you've had conversations early. Yep, yep, and that's you know transparency. If you don't have that, then um, and, and you know put it on the table. What do you mm. want? And, yeah, and, and be honest. If you're not honest, then it will come out in the end. Because yep. if you don't say what you want now, um, then in a few years' time, it's going to build up. So, mm. and 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 it still is under discussion. And we, you know, I'm doing doing um, some business with my sister in, in, in the backpacking area mm. uh, and we're working well together and help we're, we're helping her out and you know, it clearly hasn't gone well in the last couple of years with, with COVID but we're taking on a fair bit of the pressure off her so um, you know and that, that sort of thing is important to show we're still supporting them rather than just segregating everything and saying right you're on your own um, mm. so uh, and, and yeah, so that, that, that's important, I think. Um, yeah. And um, that's really, really interesting. Have you got one eye on perhaps the next generation for your own children, how that might play out? Yep. Yep, we do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're we're working hard on. Um, we started working on that actually before Louis was born. So we've got okay. two children, one one yep. six years old, and one's mm. almost three. Mm. Um, and yep, so we're we're definitely everything that we um, if we ever get a bit of surplus um, cash, we put it into mm. other opportunities. Yep. Uh, again, we're still working with Andy, so. Mm. Um, that's 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 really great, um, and the dairy farm is certainly part of that succession planning. Yeah. Um, so you know, the key for us would be if we can do it like mum and dad, and haven't had to split the farm, mm. kakahu to, to to help fund any of the children. So yeah. If if one of them wants to farm, then that's great. If they don't, then that's fine either way. But um, yeah, if one does, we'll hope to try and keep the core property as a whole still. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, it sounds like you've got a pretty good handle on the process, uh, and certainly your parents did as well. And clearly, that off-farm investment, in my view, is quite quite key. And it's something I talk about a lot on, on my show: is that off-farm investment, even a small amount at the start, but multi-generational. Um, that small number can add up to be quite a significant number in 40, 50, 60 years' time. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, mm. if you um, you know, if, if if you're trying to do it in a hurry, then you won't. Uh, you've got to you've got to have long term um, vision um, mm. in sight. So, mm. you know, if your children if your children are, are young enough and you start early enough, then time will take care of that. They'll take take care of two things. Um, debt t- t- time tends to take take care of debt. So, you, mm. you know, when I first came home. Um, I hadn't had any experience with debt, um, no. so I had to get my head around that really quickly because mm. our farm has, has always been um, <laughs> had, a, had a fair amount of that. Dad started with 500 hectares and we're up to 1,600 hectares, and you can only do that with, with borrowing money. So, mm. Uh, mm. And, and then and, and you've got to just got to keep going and trust trust history because history does take care of it as long as um you know you, you do need a bit of capital gain and you, you do need help with good prices every now and then so um but yeah we're, we're yeah, um it, it's all a um i suppose a revolving door as i said before and and uh, hopefully you stay on the right side of it yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, indeed. Have you got any advice um, to other farming businesses or farming families that might be thinking about succession and, and perhaps struggling a bit? Uh, well, well, I mean, for, for us, open, be mm. open, be honest, um, take your time, don't be in a hurry. You know, if you if you try and hurry it, you you, you won't. You know. If, to me, that's if you if you're in a hurry, you're either started too late or you're trying to be greedy. Um, so start early, start when mm. you can. Mm. Um, you know, every investment you make has got to be an investment for the next forty years. So um, even you know, even the stock market, you, 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 if you if you're wanting to make a quick buck in, in, a, in a week, then you might you might get a fluke in one out of ten trades. But the, mm. other, the other nine trades make make them long term investments, and then. Yep. Um, you know, so there's and there's so many opportunities of investing. It's not there's not just one one rule fits all. So mm. Um, mm. get the right people to help get your advice and, and really yeah find that person that can help successful people. You know, if you can hang out with successful people, they breed success. So mm. um, you know, hang around with the right type of people. Uh, you know, and and you know, get that inspiration from, from others. Mm. Some good thoughts there. Now tell me how um, how's autumn tracking, and importantly, how the bulls looking this year? Yeah, I mean, I haven't had an autumn like it. It's funny; the seasons seem to be um, giving us curve benders every year. Dad, dad, for the last probably five years, have said, "Oh, I haven't seen a season like this." Mm. And uh, you know, every summer, winter, autumn, spring—it's always different. But this autumn is is shaping up to be an absolute belter. Um, you know. Moisture levels are as good as we've ever seen. This time last year, we couldn't get grass to strike, but uh, this time, this this year, it's um, absolutely bolting away. So, um, yeah, a bit of sun will be good to yep. see. Mm. Uh, hopefully, we do dry out a wee bit, and um, and we lead into a good winter. But um, yeah, balls are tracking on well, growing well. We're actually going through them this afternoon, structurally assessing them this afternoon, which will be good. Yeah, good one. We'll have about a hundred up for the sale. So, and um, just just tell me, yeah. uh, uh, when is your sale, Tom? Uh, June twenty. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that'll be another big day. It's funny. It's talking about um, you know investing and that sort of thing. We we seem to, you know, our biggest paycheck is on one day. I don't know that if that's a, a right business model or not. But um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. Needs to do what we it works well relatively well, but gosh, it's a nervous day. Yeah, clearly it's been working for uh, for decades. So far, so good, right? Yeah, look, it's yeah, it's been great. You know, it's a fiftieth sale coming up, and fiftieth um, this yeah. year. Uh, it's not quite fiftieth this year, but I think uh, I think we're up to about forty eight. Yeah, fantastic. So yeah, it's coming up, which is a bit of a milestone, which would be cool. And um, yeah, so yeah, that is cool. it seems to be working well enough. Good one. Hey, look, Tom, um, uh, I really appreciate your time. I know you're busy. I'll let you get on. Some great thoughts there. And thank you for sharing some of your experiences with Succession. That's no problem, Gus. No, good talking. Thank you again to Tom. Succession for many is a very challenging subject to talk about around the kitchen table. So for Tom today, and of course Kevin last week, to come on the show and talk openly about their experiences is greatly appreciated. For the Hargraves, what was 500 hectares when Tom's father Gerald took over from his father 
It has grown to 1,600 hectares with 20,000 stock units, which include a Romney-based sheep flock, Angus and Charolais beef studs, plus commercial herds and the recent purchase of a 420-cow dairy farm down the road. Expansion like this is not easy, and Tom said debt has been required to achieve this growth, so indeed a good banking partner is critical. And he also made the point that their farm advisor, whom has been with the family for a long time, has played an integral role in shaping their succession through the generations. Being open, engaging in a plan early with all family members, and seeking the advice of good trusted professionals has set the Hargraves up well and will continue to do so for generations to come. Remember, it's not too early to start thinking about what's next for your farm. And it's never too late. Now, before I sign off this week, I want to mention my good friends at the Rural Support Trust, who do a damn fine job at helping farmers in need in our rural communities. For any farmers out there who might be struggling, give the Rural Support Trust a call on 0800 787 254. And for anyone looking to support a great cause, they are kindly receiving donations. Thank you for listening and catch you next time.